Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whenever you're choosing to listen to the COB podcast, we are recording after the market close on this Wednesday, the February the 2nd. I'm Nadine Blaney. And he's David Scott. <laughs> yeah. Anyone out there from Tipperborough to uh, Timbuktu, hope you're having a fantastic day out there. Yeah, good. Um, look, the market had a really good day, Scotty. It closed um, pretty much near the highs of the day. It was in positive territory throughout. Uh, most major sectors were into positive territories, and uh, particularly the materials as well as the energy space. Look, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with how things went today. Yeah, February's easy so, so far. <laughs> yeah, two days in. So far, but uh, easy as uh, maybe uh, ABC123 uh, Alphabet, I reckon, had a big say on what yeah. happened to the local market today. Obviously, not a lot of uh, linkages, but uh, certainly when it comes to sentiment towards the stock market, those results after the bill in the United States certainly went and got a lot of people feeling pretty bored up. Sure did. It did not necessarily mean that people were buying up Aussie tech. It Mm-mm. finished flat as a sector. Utilities a touch lower. Um, but when you, yeah, you just consider what Apple did to market sentiment, mm-hmm. Google continuing that theme. We've had so many conversations about quality tech versus some of the disruptor tech and how those two are likely to perform in comparison in a volatile environment. And there you have it. And the Asian region looks pretty good as well. I think honorable mention needs to go to uh, not just the miners, but Macquarie in particular. Macquarie was up by 2% after getting sold off. Uh, you know, last week, it, it was tempting. It is tempting for a lot of investors to get back in there. Just let me run through the top three performers, which is Champion Iron, Worley Parsons, Oils at seven-year highs. And we've got that OPEC meeting coming. And Computer Share off the back of a broker upgrade. And on the flip side of things, the worst performers coming through was Credit Corp, giving back yesterday's gains and then some. Coden, who... Um, I actually had a conversation about Coden today with Mark Whitaker from Investors Mutual in the Small Cap Program. He, I asked him if it was too early to get into tech, and um, you'll have to listen to it to find out what he has said about Coden, but down by 4% today. Maybe, maybe talked it down. Well, he didn't really talk it down. Uh, he thinks that it's quality. You know, it is a, a company with quality, um, with quality uh, characteristics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Conan, you know, had a good update lately. But yeah, its share price has been coming under a lot of pressure in this, in this tech sell-off. And I'll just round it out with Appim. Saw its price target cut by City earlier. I think it was last month. But yeah, just again, those tech names. Wasn't it one of the top performers yesterday? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah up there and you down go. like a yo-yo. All right. So that is my little spiel. If anybody hasn't been keeping their eye on equities throughout the day today. Um, what do you want to talk? RBA? 
Are you sick of talking about RBA? I am. I promise you, out there, I'm not going to write about the RBA until the wage price index gets released on the 23rd, and I'm uh, just going to go and keep it bottled. But uh, certainly, a lot of opinions expressed today about uh, Governor Lowe's speech at the press club here in Sydney. Oh, uh, boy, where do we start? I know Annette's gone and done a number on him today in the other newsletter, so look forward to reading that one if you're, uh, if you're in the market for it. But, uh, I, I, I don't know if she's as harsh as Clifford Bennett from ACY Securities. <laughs> I had a conversation with him. Earlier on today, you can find it on the website. I don't think. No, it's not in the uh, the, the the show notes. But uh, boy, he eviscerated the um, the good old Central Bank of Australia, the Reserve Bank of Australia. Yeah, makes me sound like a fanboy. Totally. Um, but uh, <laughs> that, that's saying something. But uh, it was a really uh, it was another interesting speech from the governor. Uh, one thing I took away from it is that uh, he can be very picky and choosy about you know, what factors he wants to go and attribute to different areas of the economy. So boisterous about you know, saying supply-side disruptions have been a large factor behind inflationary pressures, but when it comes to the labour market tightness, well, no, no, it's not about the international border closure. It's about the amount of demand that's been put through. It's picking and choosing, and uh, I'm seeing through it. It's got so many holes, and a lot of people are doing it as well. Uh, we'll see how the market goes and digest it. But certainly that, uh, that dovish rhetoric that was uh, being demonstrated by Lowe, the market just keeps fading it and fading it and fading it. They don't buy it for one bit. Yep. Um, so that, that speech by Lowe didn't have a big impact on equities. Uh, one thing that uh, did today, at least on a company-specific uh, report, reporting season. You know, we're into the reporting season. We heard from MCOR pre-market open today. Its share price came under pressure, and that was despite it reaffirming guidance and uh, a $200 million U.S. buyback expansion, saying it's able and it, it willing to pass along increases in prices to customers. Uh, still, though, it... Um, Despite delivering first half sales and profit growth, again, the share price did fall today. It was off by, yeah, pretty close to 4%. So it was the stock mm. of the day, Scotty. Here's what uh, Kashi's expert guests, Carl Capulinga and Henry Jennings, had to say. Amcor, and the thing that is interesting is that it, it touches so many of our lives with all its packaging. This is the world's biggest global packaging company, and clearly it is seeing the effect of raw material increases. For me, at these kind of levels, it's a hold. I don't mind dull and boring for the right type of investor. Investor that's, um, I guess, really risk averse, uh, looking to looking more for capital stability uh, than to shoot the lights out on their investment returns. Uh, I'm not even sure if I'm a hold. I'm, I'm probably just, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a pass. I don't think you need to own it uh, in, in your defensive portfolio and you certainly don't own it in your growth portfolio either. So that is not going in the portfolio. MCOR is staying out. Thanks, guys, for your opinion. You can catch up with the call each and every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Hey, Scotty, one of the conversations I enjoyed and uh, had it with you this morning was Larry McDonald from the Bear Traps Report. Uh, speaking of Google, he was saying, you know, you and, and the rest of the world uh, see the opportunity in Google. So he's looking for other opportunities in the market yeah some of the arc innovation names he said um, they've been so just you know so sold down he doesn't think it's going to last forever but in market capitulations mm. some of these names that get really beaten down can have you know a, a time in the sun also named small caps value as well he reckons that the commodity names in australia are going to have a good five years yeah it's a good uh, good hedge when it comes to inflation commodity space so you look past them prior cycles so uh yeah 
the worst place to probably be at the moment. But of course, when it comes to anything commodities, you've got to look at what's going on in China. So that's what we'll be focusing on, no doubt, over that period of time. Okay, so there is an interview you can listen with the Bear Trap Report's Larry McDonald telling us stocks and sectors to invest in in this bear market, uh, which he has been calling. Uh, if you'd like a buy, hold, sell, Jeremy Hook from TMS Capital. Actually, he weighs in on Amcor, and, and he he's actually a sell on Amcor. I'll give you, I'll give that away. We're, we're all down on Amcor today. Jeez, poor yeah. Amcor. First yeah. sort of Pil- big cap piling, out of the gates, on. and yeah, total pile on. Later in the week, we get News Corp and REA, and uh, I had the chance to speak with Early Pay CEO today, and that was, uh, yeah, the share price did really well today after a guidance update, up by 12% to end the day. I know some of our regulars, Claude Walker from A Rich Life is doing a bit of homework on it, seems to like the company, um, was talking about a week or second half, but also talking about January going really well. So mm. I asked the question, you know, is the company under-promising to over-deliver? Uh, the CEO, Daniel Riley, did say that they are being conservative with their guidance. Yeah. Business working capital, uh, um, interesting concept. It's, it's interesting to see the contrast, how the market favours that side of the business and when you go maybe from a commercial and a, and a, a, a customer uh, side of the equation when it comes to personal loans and everything else. Very chalk and cheese at the moment. See how that resolves. It'll be interesting. It was interesting. Some of the guys on, on a Twitter were saying, oh, the thing that bugs them mm. is that it changed its name to Early Pay, so it makes it sound as if it's some sort of BNPL or payday lender, which it's which Correct. Is not. It's absolutely not, isn't it? But no. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the marketing side of the equation. Yeah, but maybe not. I recognize some of those companies that went and changed their name back yeah. a couple of years ago may be regretting their decision now. Like, we'll see. What is that once you see like the, the before pays and such coming to market, Scotty? No, it's <laughs> um, interesting enough. I was having dinner where the uh, zip was formed last night. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I was reminiscing about uh, all the buy now, pay later names over the past couple of years, the uh, trials and tribulations. Well, that must have been a very lively discussion. Um, look, what else? We've got payrolls tonight, ADP payrolls, I've got to say, ahead of uh, non-farms tomorrow. So there's still lots to come this week. There is. Uh, we're still building up to that payrolls report. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of hawkishness priced into the market. And with the strength of those tech earnings we're seeing coming through, the, the big tech names, I'm wondering where the market's getting that little bit of you know, gusto where it's like, well, hey, you know what? We think that it's going to be so much is already priced into the curve that even if it's like hot, well, that's already expected. If it's not, maybe the Fed will go and take its foot off the gas and we might get a bit of an opportunity to go and continue with this rally. I think that's why people are feeling a little bit more emboldened. We're seeing that's a really aggressive pricing come in. Maybe it's time to go and walk it back a bit. All right. So Larry Shover from D. Alexander Capital kicks it off with some Wall Street analysis. Kerry Craig from J.P. Morgan in the morning as well. I'm just telling you what you're what you are going to be doing in the morning, Scuddy, and hopefully our God listeners willing. will be watching. And uh, Kathy Hepworth, so a bit of a conversation about EM debt with the uh, Peachum. Yeah, Whew. I'll be dreaming about that tonight. And uh, the long list goes on. We've yeah. got a dollar denominated or, or local currency. I'll get all the questions going. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, it continues on. Cracking Crypto is on tomorrow. We've got a double header guest. So Mar- Mark Montfort and Arturo Rodriguez, who have started the Australian DeFi Association. So we're going to be talking about, you know, what exactly is coming down the traps. Yeah. More well, tokens. Oh, Fraser McLeod is on from Sean Partners. I feel like we haven't talked to him for a long time. We haven't. He's been moseying around Adelaide, like a lot of the Adelaideans probably not, <laughs> en- 
not, 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 in, not enjoying the uh, humidity, but I uh, heard, it's, heard it's colder today. So congratulations to all the, uh, the people from Adelaide uh, today, hopefully enjoying the cooler weather. And all of our Adelaide, five of them. Anyways, all of them will be feeling oh. so special. I'm kidding. Um, anyhow, uh, I've got some children to go see, find out what classes they're in. What do you say we call it a day, Scotty? Yeah, hump day's done and dusted. We'll see you for Thursday. Take care.